Hey guys, gals, and everything in between. You may not know this, but everything about this podcast, from the cover art to the theme music, is supporting local Buffalo talent. So we felt it was only appropriate for our first promotional collab to be a Buffalo-born business. Fit Dreams Activewear is a locally owned business that sells stylish and affordable activewear. They have everything from crop top hoodies, leggings, headbands, hats, to tank tops and windbreakers for both men and women. You can check out their wide variety of fitness apparel on their website at fdawares.com. That's fdawares.com. F-D-A-W-E-A-R-Z.com. The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on bicbp-radio.com. It's our first, uh, first episode of Wine, Wicked Crime, and Cat Oh, This is so exciting. I know. Oh, God, I'm nervous. Me too. I love it. You know what we should do? Huh? Like some, like some exercises. You know, like, like what are those acting exercises? Like red leather, yellow leather, red leather, <laughs> yellow leather. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just like, okay. Well, okay. all right. So, anyways, on this podcast, we are going to talk about some terrible fucking things. Mm. And we are going to do so while also drinking a bottle of wine. Because why not? I mean, it's all in the show, too. Every week, every time we do this episode, we're going to do a feature wine of the week. And this week, we're going to drink something called Sweet Bitch. For the first episode, we decided to try a nice Moscato, and this is a nice affordable bottle. It's about 10 bucks that we picked up, and it's supposed to be a smooth and fruity Moscato rose blend. Mmm. Can't wait to see what it's like. So, and I think we're going to need to get drunk after all the terrible fucking things I tell you. Oof. I can't wait. Okay. But anyways, I'm Courtney. And I'm Kat. And yeah, in case you couldn't tell, we kind of ramble a lot. Only slightly. So before we get started with this episode, I wanted to shout out Dave Scafetta, who made our awesome theme music for us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And you can check him out on Facebook.com forward slash Scafetta official and on his Instagram, Instagram.com slash Scafetta underscore music. And you can find his newest track called Dark Times on SoundCloud. Uh, the link itself is way too long for me to say. So I'm just going to add it in the, the summary for the episode. <laughs> Thank you again for his song. We love it. So our first episode, we are going to do on the Buffalo Bike Path Rapist. Dash Killer. Dash Killer. So in case you didn't know, we are in fact from... Buffer hoe. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old, uh, what is it, uh, Western New York? Yes. Yes. So, for anyone who doesn't know, if you Google it, 
Buffalo is in fact ranked number one for most murder in New York. Is it really? It is. Oh, no. Sad fact. Oh, man. I didn't know that. <laughs> they love shit is real. Oh, here. man. I mean, just for that reason alone, I'm just going to open the wine bottle. Okay. <laughs> we should probably just get that started. Here you go. Thank you. Thank you. I had no idea. Yes. So, most of the information about this person, whose name is Eltemio C. Sanchez, I got on the criminalminds.fandom.com website, innocenceproject.org, and I also found, like, most of my information about him on um article that I found on the Department of Psychology at Radford University. So... Altimio C. Sanchez was born January 19th or possibly 18th on the websites. Like uh, the one article said the 18th, one said the 19th. Okay. So one of those. Mm-hmm. 1958. All right. In San Sebastian, Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. He was Puerto Rican? Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. So, oh, no. That's another sad fact. All right. Oh. Well, let's keep going with it. A terribly sad fact is the fact that this person, uh-huh. do we call him a person? Because he's like a demon. Oh, God. Um, This person, actually, his hunting grounds were like in the area that we grew up in. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. That's really awful. Okay. So he is a serial killer who is known for both rape and murder. Mm-hmm. He murdered at least three women and raped anywhere between 9 to 15 plus Ugh. women. And when I say women, I'm treading like lightly on the women. Uh-huh. Because some of his victims were very, very young. Oh, God. How young? Um, oh, he... I don't even want to know. <laughs> okay. So he was active. Well, they consider him active for about 31 years. Uh-huh. And he started... Raping in 1975. Okay. So, he started, like, his childhood was pretty awful. Okay. Which I'm going to get to. But in his adult life, he worked as a machinist and a factory worker on, like, the afternoon and night shifts, kind of like a swing shift kind of thing. And it his, like, longest period of time working, like, where he was or working while he went arrested was at the American Brass Company on Military Road in Kenmore. Wow. Yeah. So, like, he's, like, legit in our backyard. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely is. Or was. Yeah. So, he lived in Chictawaga, New York. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Hill area. Hmm. Um, he came to the U.S. when he was only two years old. And... Like, so his father and mother had split up because the father, uh, well, the mother caught the father cheating and he was having an affair with a sex worker. Mm. Yeah. So she caught, mama caught him cheating with a prostitute. Damn. So they separated and the mother had moved to, um, to Florida. Gotcha. So he didn't come directly to Buffalo. No, no. There were some stops along the way. Yeah. Gotcha. So he lived in Miami, Florida before moving to Buffalo. Mm -hmm. He has one brother and two sisters, and he's the youngest of the family. Um, 
Like, a lot of people that knew him described him as very, like, serious and quiet, but a nice kid. Like, he never really thought anything of him. He was just kind of weird. Didn't give the murder vibe early on? No. People thought he was all right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, like, he was super, super weird and, like, not good at talking to women. Like, girls were not his vibe. Okay. Socially awkward, mm, little. I'm talking, like, uh, his only girlfriend was also his wife. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes you don't get it. <laughs> so, well, so he was briefly, like, uh, at Buff State. Oh, wow. In the industrial arts program. Okay. And that's where he met his wife, Kathleen Whitley, who, his only girlfriend. Like, they didn't, he just didn't talk to women. Like, it just wasn't his thing at all. And he had two sons with her. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess she, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what could have piqued her interest about this guy. I'm sure there was something about him that she found charming, charming enough to marry and, you know, have two kids with him. So he couldn't have been all that awkward. Well, they don't really get into it. They just, most people just say that he was like, nice guy, kind of quiet, just a little weird. I mean, then what, what happened? What happened that uh, obviously one day he snapped and just started well, that's the thing. It wasn't just like a one day snap. Like he was actually raping people throughout his marriage with her. And she had no idea. Yeah, no fucking clue. Apparently. None at all. This was happening. None at all. Huh. So Altimio's early life, uh, he his mother's name is Lucy Caraballo, and she tried to self abort him by taking a bunch of pills. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, as you can guess, the, uh, their relationship wasn't all that great. Yeah, it's not off to a great start there, Mama trying to no. eliminate that. Yeah. Mm. Well, him and his mother moved to Miami in 1967. Mm-hmm. And they lived, um, and they lived actually in North Collins, Buffalo, in South Buffalo, when he was a child. So they were kind of like back and forth between Florida and Buffalo. Okay. So when the mother left the father, she ended up um, getting a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he both physically and sexually abused Altimio and also beat his mother. Oh, okay. In front of him. So it wasn't like abuse by the... I thought for some reason... I don't know. I just pictured him being abused by his father and... But dad wasn't really in the picture. I mean, it doesn't make a difference. He was still abused by his uh, stepfather. Well, he was abused also by the mother. The mother was an alcoholic. Oh, okay. And she was, like, super verbally abusive. Mm. Um, Like, when he was, like, he says he remembers her telling him when he was two years old that uh, she hated him and that he was a mistake. Mm. <laughs> and she... Oh, but wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay, so the mother was verbally abusive, and that also led to physical abuse. Okay. She was an alcoholic. She was generally characterized as a hack, or, um, sorry, Altimio was generally characterized as a happy and shy child by his aunt. He was described as serious, quiet, and a nice kid. He was involved in sports in high school. Mm Mm-hmm. He went to Grover Cleveland for mm. high school, which is where my 
old boss says that she had known him. And she said, like, he just didn't talk to anyone. Like, Quiet guy. Yeah. Never bothered anybody. But she said he gave her bad vibes. Ooh. Which, yeah. But... With a good reason. Clearly. So, in 1974, when he was 16 years old, his junior year, mm-hmm. um, his mother, again, tells him he was a mistake and tells him about her attempt to abort him by overdosing. Oof. And that same year, he started having blackouts, and he'd lose, like, big chunks of time completely with no memory at all. When he was 16 years old? Yeah, 16 years old. Oof. But, I mean, he's being beat. He's being sexually abused. Which, how the fuck, as a mother, are you okay with this? Even if you yourself beat your child, I feel like you should not be okay with... God damn, lady love, this a lot of wine. I mean... It's the first episode. It's gonna last. It'll last. As we're just planning on sipping it. That's oh, yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it took a while, but damn. Cheers, Cheers. love. Oh, that's good. It's not bad. Okay, so in 1975, his senior year, that was when he supposedly, well, that was when he committed his first attack mm. and engaged in acts of rape. So he didn't actually rape the person. He just, like, attempted to, kind of. Well, he, like, rubbed himself on her. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So in 1977 at age 19, he graduated from Grover. It's a little late to be graduating, don't you think? Just kidding, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Which, especially at Grover, like. (laughs) Right. I'm not saying. What kind of school? Oh, I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Oh, you. Anyway. Okay. And then I also I already told you that he went to Buff State for the Industrial Arts Program. Yeah. Um. So he was living with his mother at the time when he first attacked the the woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, He spotted her on a bike and suddenly, quote unquote. Smash her in the head. Wow. <laughs> and I think, I'm pretty sure he, he just, like, straight duffed her. Like, she was driving by, and he just, like, or riding by, and he just, like. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and he threatened her with a knife. Oh, gosh. And at this point in time, he got satisfaction just from rubbing his body on his victims. Okay, that's disgusting. No penetration. Ew. I mean, ew. Ew. I guess it's better than, like, penetration. I mean. Either or. I mean, neither would be the best option, but okay, here we are. I know. So, in 1978, at age 20, was when he met his soon-to-be wife, Kathleen Whitley, at Buff State, and they began dating. And, like I said, she's his first and only relationship he's ever been in in his entire life. Mm Mm-hmm. The article doesn't really give you an exact timeline, but it says that he, at some point, drops out of college because she becomes pregnant. Okay. July 5th, 1980, at age 22, was when they got married. They were married pretty young. Yeah. Um, I mean, 20, I feel like in 1980, 22 is not really that young. It's kind of... Expected. Yeah. I mean, definitely expected also if you were pregnant at the time, like exactly. shotgun wedding. Yeah. You're definitely going to do it. Um, so after they got married, he ended up dropping out of college and he got a job at a factory called Trico. 
Oh, mm-hmm. Trico. They're still, I think those buildings are still downtown, actually. Are they? Yeah, the Trico buildings. They're still standing. Are they like the ones, the like abandoned buildings off like Louisiana? Not off Louisiana, more like right on Main Street, there's a Trico building. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, April 4th, 1981, at age 23, mm-hmm. he raped a 21-year-old woman at Knife Point in Park. Wow. Near the statue of David Woods. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, oh, no. He was right there. Like, it could have been me. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, not really. I was like, ah! But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, these are areas where people just go and hang out. especially Where we go hang out. I mean, we still hang out there. Yeah. It's not like, it's not, oh. I'm, and you said first, is that his first rape, like, First full on yeah, first like penetration. He stopped fucking rubbing himself all over other humans and shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's like a supposed like he. There's like a questionable he may have raped someone earlier, mm-hmm. but like it's not confirmed. Okay. So it's possible, but either way, he's been like having these urges to do violent things since a very young age, which. Given the fact that he was both sexually abused and mm-hmm. beaten, mm-hmm. it's not too surprising. Mm-hmm. Like, people super take for granted how much, like, your childhood matters. Mm-hmm. For sure. But um, in October 1981, age 23, El and Kathleen had their first son, Christopher. And less than a year later, they had their second son, Michael. Oh, wow. Irish yeah. twins? I guess, yeah, right? That is. Yeah, when you have your, isn't that when you have your first baby, like you're pregnant within your six-week checkup, then all of a sudden you got a fucking baby and another fucking baby right after that? That's crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they call Irish twins, right? Yeah, I guess. Oh, okay. That's what I'm calling it now. And during this time, he was actively raping. Mm. And um, so at this point, when he was like raping people, he would get done, and he would tell his victims to wait 30 seconds before leaving. The fuck? What was the difference? I don't know. I guess he thought that she was going to stand there with her fucking pants down and eyes closed and fucking count like she's playing hide and seek. Oh, God. Yeah, 30 seconds. I wonder wonder what the logic was behind that, because I I see none, but okay. I feel like he didn't really think anything out, because, I mean, his first attack, he just decided to bash some chick on the head as she's... Riding her bike. I, I, I don't know. I'm speechless. <laughs> I can't believe that this was all happening here. Like places where I would probably take my kids and, you know, like all these places are not foreign. And it's not like that statue still isn't there. You know what I mean? It's yeah very weird to kind of come and face reality with the fact that you live somewhere where there all these terrible things were happening. Yeah. And have happened and could happen. Still happen. Yeah, and will continue to happen. And it, it's just it's just a little mind-blowing, you know? Oh, it is fucked up. It's definitely fucked up. Surprising. So, in 1983, at age 25, mm-hmm. he left Trico and took a job at American Brass. So... At this point, he was continuing to rape, and he would tell his victims to wait five minutes now before leaving the scene. Oh, okay. I know. I guess homie's getting a little smarter now. I mean, I don't. I don't understand what the five minutes are for. Like, probably just for him to get away. I mean, 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I, I mean, it's... I guess I just don't get it. I don't really get... Why wait the five minutes? I mean, I'm sure people didn't. I mean, I don't know. What What could they do? I'm sure you'd be so terrified that you'd... I don't know. Well, I mean, he had a knife. It's not like he had a fucking gun. So if he was like, okay, I, mean, I know I just finished fucking going to pound town on you without your consent. Ugh. You just wait here for five whole minutes. Do you know how long five minutes feels like? I mean, in that instance, I'm sure it feels like an eternity, but... Exactly. There's no way a person actually waited that long. All right. What else What else did this person do? So, November 19th in 1983, at age 25, he... Altimio rapes another 21-year-old girl in Delaware Park near David Wood's statue again. Mm-hmm. But this time he was using a gun. Oh, God. Or he said he had a gun. <sighs> See, he's evolving now. Yeah. He's just working his way on up. Well, I mean, I guess the whole idea is, like, the more he does it, the better you get at it. I guess. I guess practice makes perfect. If you're going to have a hobby, I guess you should stay committed. Oh, this is such... He's such a fucking garbage human. And the best part is it could have just been, like, your neighbor. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he sounds like he was that neighbor. He definitely For was. people to describe him just being, you know, plain old... What is his name? Alturo? Altimio. Altimio. Plain Altemio. old. Plain old Altimio. Never, you know, heard a fly. Look, look at him. I mean, did you look up... Okay. If you looked up what this man looked like... Laid low. Oh, I'm sure he looked like a creep. He does. He looks like a fucking creep. Like, he looks like he would be standing on the corner of Grant and West Ferry waiting for the bus and, like, heavy breathing. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> God. Oh, God. <laughs> In your ear while you walk by? Ugh. Hey, Mom. Hey, oh, you. Oh, God, no. No, not really, because he wouldn't talk to girls. Um, exactly. Like, I'm going to have the balls to rape a person, but you can't, like, yeah. talk to a person? Have normal conversation with them. I mean, for some reason, I'm kind of surprised that he, like, raped women. Mm-hmm. Because he was sexually abused by a man. Like, you would... But I guess, I mean, since he hated his mom, he could have just hated women. Well, not all women, because he had a wife. But hated women in general? I mean, I don't know. All around, he sounds like a little bitch, but whatever. <laughs> so, December 19th, 1983. So... He's, like, raping people, like, once a month now, it looks like. Okay. Timeline. Um, Things are happening a little quicker. Yeah. At age 25, he raped a third victim in Delaware Park at the statue of David Woods using a gun. And then three days later, he again raped a 28-year-old woman at the same park. Mm. So Delaware Delaware Park was a stomping grounds then. Exactly. Like he's doing this in the same fucking area. They couldn't put something there like a caution sign. I mean, at this time was this even being reported? I mean, to be fair, it was the 80s. I guess, but like you would think that someone would say if they were raped. Like I, I mean, someone did. Uh, they have it. They have documented of these rapes. Uh yeah, but I'm sure at the time I'm sure if it was going around town, I mean, you know how small Buffalo is. It was going around town. The girls are getting raped at Delaware Park. Don't you think that would spread like wildfire? Yeah, but you know, 
how people are in Buffalo. They don't give a fuck. Oh, uh, yeah, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like people would have definitely stayed away. Definitely would have stayed away had they known what was going on. Maybe it wasn't reported. Maybe they didn't talk about it. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I, I don't know. I feel like they should still have a fucking rape crossing sign right mm-hmm. there. Like, he raped three people. Stay away. <laughs> Rapes could possibly happen here. <laughs> I mean... That does have, like, a little picture of, of, like, two stick figures, and one is, like, getting choked. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Rape possible. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, in 1984, at the age of 26, this seems to be, like, a turning point for him. Okay. He was attacking women, but now he would start to cover their eyes. Because at first he was just, like, fucking out here attacking the shit out of people and just raping them like no no trying to hide what he looks like okay trying to like be cautious at all so at this point he was starting to attack women and cover their eyes so that they wouldn't see his face and this the woman that he attacked at this point she was 21 and noticed that he put his gun down and she had grabbed it and beat him with it in the head oh wow <laughs> you go girl yeah the shitty thing about like the the stuff on like him is that they didn't really give too much info on like the women themselves it was just it's very just like this 18 year old person this you know mm-hmm. whatever person mm-hmm. so i don't know if that was on purpose or what but this one she wasn't about that life yeah she was ready to throw down for her life you go girl yeah shit but the sad part... She beat him with it. In the head. <laughs> I love it. When I read it, I, I was just picturing it like he like, put the thing over her eyes and then like it didn't cover it a little bit. Like, you know when you play hide and seek? And it's like, <laughs> she can, can you see? see? No. <laughs> and she could like kind of see. I'm like, what did he do? Like, cover her eyes and then like drop it right in front of her. But... And then oh, she God. just caught it and like... But he didn't get knocked out. He ended up regaining control and he did rape her. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I thought she would have gotten away. No, Uh, I was hoping so. I thought it was gonna. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was going in. No, he didn't. But so at this point, since she kind of beat the shit out of him a little bit, (laughs) they think this is when he decided that he needed to switch up. And he started to use a ligature instead of a weapon. The fuck is a, a ligature? Um, it's like anything used to strangle a person. Oh, so like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. He started. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. So I think this is the point where he was like strangling people and making them pass out. So that okay. they could resist. Oh. Yeah. Scumbag. All right. So <laughs> On April 3rd, 1984, at age 26, Mm -hmm. mind you, he's younger than I am now, and Mm -hmm. homie has raped, like, I feel like 8 million people. Mm. Terrible human being. Like, I get that the 80s was a time, but you couldn't help a bitch out. You couldn't have, like, a security guard standing near David Wood. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. More, More awareness of the situation. Yeah. No, I guess not. So, April 3rd, 1984, age 26, he raped a 22-year-old woman at 1700 Elmwood Avenue near the railroad overpass. Hmm. 1700. Where the hell is that? I feel like it's probably 
closer to where like Buff State is, maybe. You know where the railroad checks are, kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Figured maybe closer towards Kenmore. Don't they have some railroad tracks? I think um, so. I mean, we can Google it. Yeah. Google Maps. Meh. Maybe we'll go and they'll have like <laughs> one of those memorial things that they put up for people. Oh, I doubt it. For this fucking loser? Oh, no. This person was right here. Oh. <laughs> okay. So on July 8th, my birthday. Yay. 1984 at age 26, mm-hmm. he raped a 21-year-old woman in Delaware Park near, guess where? Oh, my God. The statue again? Yes. Oh, my God. The statue. That's what I'm saying. I feel like this crime was just definitely not being, you know, women were very quiet about rape and abuse and, you know. Well, I guess. It, don't it, forget, Me Too is just a recent thing. Days for women now are different for days for women in the past. And, you know, maybe they didn't know what was going on by David. I mean, they must have not known. I say, I'm just for, for the, you know, for, for people to keep frequenting the area as much as they did. Exactly. Or, you know, he, he could have had, now it's been, what, maybe a couple years of raping people. He's probably got, like, a little system down, you know, maybe doing it at nighttime, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm speculating on the whole thing. But. I'm picturing it almost like a scene in Scooby-Doo where he's like standing near the statue and then he sees someone coming and he kind of just like creeps up on the side of the room. Yeah. And then as soon as they walk past, he goes at him. He, you could totally do that. Look at where, look at what the position where, Ang- where David is. You can look down upon somebody. You can definitely stalk somebody in that park. Like plenty of places to hide to just be like, I guess all right, true. you know. I'm going to go out for my monthly, whatever the fuck this is. walk through Delaware Park. You know? But, I don't know. At the same time, I'm guessing this had to be at night. Like, there's no way he was just fucking raping people at fucking, Yeah, broad daylight. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. You would think if you're walking through a park at night, Mm -hmm. you'd be a little more attentive. Uh, This was also the 80s, though. You got to go back to that time frame. People just walking by with their Walkmans on blast. Exactly. They didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Come on. You know damn well those fucking headsets from 1980 wasn't doing nothing. <laughs> Barely things. hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> that little tiny piece of styrofoam. Uh, yeah. That, that don't oh even God. help protect your ear from all that metal, metallic pain. And then wear and tear, you just have like the under part. And it's just barely holding on. But you, hold, you know, you hold on. Press them into your ears so you can hear the music nice and loud. Well, that's exactly what this asshole was fucking bidding on. Mm, probably. So, while raping, one of his victims, he had told... <laughs> not, not not a good taste, late love. Not, not with taste. the mint. Not with the mint. <laughs> it's still good, though. It's still going strong on the sweet bitch wine. It's definitely a winner for the day. <laughs> to me, it tastes almost like a white ziff. It it's I can I'm getting old. I mean shit. It tastes like a dessert wine. That's how I know I'm getting old. When shit is too sweet now, when I'm just like, oh my god, too sweet. You know, like is that sugar? Fuck. <laughs> that's how sugar tastes. You know, I don't know. Like definitely. Do you know what sugar does about cholesterol? Oh, listen. Don't even get me going. You know the call I got from my doctor. I am not happy. <laughs> you know, just. Things change, taste buds change. Now this is like a dessert wine. 
I'd prefer a dry wine. Never thought I'd say that. Well, I guess next week when we try that, what, Kelly Livin? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, um, Altimio had told a victim that his name was David for some reason. I'm going to guess because he was raping them by David's statue. Oh, that's that's good correlation. But in 1985, he had told he had raped a victim and again told her his name was David. Which, do you really think she was going to fucking believe you? Could have. Maybe, maybe not. What did he do? (sighs) My name's David. I mean, to throw it off, could have been, you know, what information do you know that you can report? Well, his name is David. You know know what I mean? He said his name was David. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen, it's something. Some information is better than no information. Very aggressive catfish. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so on June 12th, 1986, at age 28, mm-hmm. Altimio Sanchez uh, performed his first act of rape using a ligature as his weapon. Was he still married during this time? Oh, yeah, no, he's been married through this whole thing, married with those two babies. Oh, wow. And right. still working at his company, because apparently he was a very great worker, like very... See, double life type of type of deal. yeah. But what I don't understand is, these are, like, frequent rapes. Does uh-huh. his wife not ask where the fuck he's going? Like, Probably does he not-, not. Probably not. Listen, how do you know the wife? Is the wife getting beat at home? She probably was. I mean, they said that he was very nice. Like, they said he wasn't like that. I think, I feel like he... You know he, what, though? Like, maybe working late. You know, maybe he was... Yeah, maybe he was putting up a front. It was obviously... He obviously did it without any issues. You know what I mean? He was probably like, oh, babe... I'm gonna be late from work tonight. You know, you know she knew he didn't. He wasn't home. Yeah, there were fucking housewives in the '80s. Exactly. You know what I mean? She definitely. She was definitely home with the kids, and he was probably just telling her, you know, I'm gonna be home late. He worked at a factory. You know, long hours, <laughs> <laughs> long hours, staying late. You gotta bring the bread home for the kids. You know what I mean? So I can see how he was pulling the wool over her eyes. Don't forget, I'm just like, this was a different time. I guess. I kind of wish they would have, like... Now you're not where you're supposed to be. I'm like, what? Where the fuck were you? Yeah. Well, I just wish they would have told me what, like, what nationality Miss Kathleen was. Because you know damn well if she was Puerto Rican. Should be questioning that ass. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Where was you? Chocolate in Yeah. <laughs> probably. She's probably definitely questioning where you were, why you were there, how... I mean, I. but then again, I don't know, Lady Love... You don't say time. he got his ass beat by a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and his wife didn't ask what happened. Oh, bad. yeah. Oh, I mean, that's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm not so sure. Well, so his first attack with a ligature, mm-hmm. he decided to attack a woman again in Delaware Park. Mm. But this time she was 44 years old. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So... I'm guessing that maybe after, like, that one little fiasco with Miss Thang being his ass with that gun, he was like, let me go for the older one. Maybe she won't be as frisky. <laughs> God. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, so <clears throat> he dragged her to a secluded area. Oh, no. Raped her and used the ligature to maintain control of her consciousness. Wow. So he was... Choking her enough to keep her passed out, but not enough to kill her. That is 
Awful. Yeah. So Awful. Thus, thus far, he has not actually killed any of these women. He's just making a pass them. out. Okay. Yeah. But like, as you can see, it's getting worse. Like he went from fucking just rubbing, mm-hmm. which not that it's great, but come on, bro. Mm-hmm. He went from rubbing to just like full on. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it's just getting progressively worse with each act. But I guess they, they tend to do that. They tend to get worse as they go on. Yeah, I just, it's just amazing to me that it's been how many years now? He started this at... When he was 16? Let me scroll back through this Bible of fucking pages. He started at 19? 19. Yeah, so... But he started having these blackouts at 16. What what are are the blackouts about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean... People do, like, have a tendency of just blocking things out of their memory if it's, like, too traumatic. Just suppressing the fuck out of them and just... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ah, looking back, it says that um, his first victim was the one that he said his name was Dave. Oh, see? Yeah. So, on July 14th, 1986, at age 28... Mm Mm-hmm. He decided to go outside of his normal hunting ground. So he decided to give David a break from watching all this terrible, terrible shit. Okay. And before 9 a.m., he decided to rape a 17-year-old female behind Frontier High School in Hamburg. Oh, no. Hamburg, bro. Wow. Wow, he really moved away from Delaware Park there. That's what I'm saying. That's like a... That's a... That's a drive. That's a little hike from from oh. good old Delaware Park. Exactly. Okay. Like, that's a drive. This poor girl. She's just a baby. Exactly. 17 years old. Can you imagine no. being raped at 17 years old? I was still a virgin when I was 17. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. So, he looped a ligature around her neck twice, and he dragged her off the path. Whoa. He used a white clothesline as his root. As his ligature. So I'm guessing he just like hopped through someone's backyard and maybe took their line. Mm. Or he had it with him. So he told her not to look at his face. And when he was finished, he told her not to move for 20 minutes. Okay. Now, what I don't understand is why he would make the other one completely pass out. But this one he wouldn't. What do you mean? So in his last attack with the 44-year-old, mm-hmm. he was using the ligature to control how conscious she was. Like, yeah. So she wouldn't wake up. Mm-hmm. But this one, the 17-year-old, he still kept her awake at the end of it and told her not to move for 20 minutes. Oh, you mean instead of just making her pass out yeah. before? I don't know. Maybe the fact that she was 17 played into it for him. I don't know. He was a fucking disgusting human being either way that you look at it but i know this is a lot of fucking rape like i tell you lady love when i was doing this research it lit like i was having terrible nightmares about rape like i can't even i mean how long did this go for with this person is like what whoa i mean he's 30 now this just started when he was 19 years old oh god i fucking drove a little buzzed one time it got pulled over homies yeah. raped like fucking a million people at this point yeah and nothing's happened right the 80s i swear the 80s had no rules there were no laws no pretty the much 80s. pretty much 
it was mostly a free-for-all. Most definitely. So June 10th, 1988, at the age of 30, says he raped a 16-year-old female. So now he's going younger. Mm-hmm. A 16-year-old female in Buffalo. It doesn't, like, specify where, but uh, he raped her. When he grabbed her, he dragged her into a junkyard. Ugh. And raped her, yeah. And he used a wire to strangle her. Mm. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't have words. Like, how do you rape someone in a junkyard? Like, you ever been to the junkyard, Lilo? No, I don't want to be. That shit I, smells uh, weird. There's, like, mad mud me. everywhere. You're, like, walking. And it's just squoosh, squoosh, squoosh. Perfect explanation of somewhere I do not belong. So, <laughs> I know. Exactly. Mm. And she's fucking 16 years old. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me he's looking at this person not knowing that she's young. In right. 1988, girls were not looking that old. I can see maybe now thinking that like a 16-year-old is fucking 25 because mm-hmm. God knows at my brother's 8th grade graduation, some of these young girls looked older than me. Mm-hmm. All the hormones in the food. You don't get it. <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Um, but a 16-year-old girl, can you imagine at 16 years old? Like, mm-hmm. 17's bad, but 16's worse. Any age is worse. I mean, there's no Any good age, age for that. <laughs> yeah. So, 1989, at age 31, he unsuccessfully attacked a woman who was 22 years old in mm-hmm. Delaware Park. Um, He told her his name was David for the third time. Now, like, I don't get what it is with this David shit. Like, do you really? Like, I feel like it would be better if he just didn't say anything because now you're attributing multiple rapes to you. Yeah. yeah. Even using a false name. I'm sure in his own stupid man logic, he probably thought he was keeping the heat off of himself because who would have thought he's David? Yeah, because you wouldn't lie. You're raping me right now. I'm totally going to believe everything you're saying. Mm. Telling you, it's still still a point for, for, you know... It's still some information to get back on him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can I can see that. But it's still just, what the fuck? Yeah, it's horrible. So, um, he grabbed her from behind, but he couldn't keep a grip on her neck. So, he ran away. Oh. Yeah. Oh, little bitch. Oh, oh yeah, in my notes. Do you want, do you want to read what I had put underneath there? Pussy. <laughs> Fuck it, pussy. (laughs) Exactly. Like, you're going to fucking have the nerve to try to choke that shit out of me and then run away because you lost your grip. Wow. So, at this point, he increased his wait time of his victims to 40 minutes now. Do you really think that someone's going to fucking sit there for 40 minutes? Homie could have already been in, like, Batavia at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. So, May 11th, 1989, at the age of 31, he raped another woman near an abandoned building. Now, you want to guess how old this woman is? Gosh, don't tell me she was 16. Oh, no. 15. Oh. Dude, does it even, is it even classified as a woman at 15 years old? Because I feel like not. It's like a, isn't it like child? Like raping a child, I would. Yeah, that's literally Absolutely. A 15-year-old girl. Like, I didn't even get my period until I was almost 18 years old. Mm. Can you... I... Well, he used a rope to strangle her. 
Poor girl. It's just so fucking... It's sad. Mm-hmm. So, on August 24th, 1989, there was a girl. She was 14 years old. He's 31 at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was walking on Willow Ridge Bike Path in Amherst. Mm-hmm. And he wrapped a ligature around her neck. She was on her way to summer school, by the way. Oh. Summer school's bad enough. Mm-hmm. But you gotta head there and then get raped on the way. Mm. So he wrapped a ligature around her neck, dragged her into a bushy area off the trail, raped her, tightened it, and then left her there unconscious. <gasps> yeah. So oh, he's whoa. getting more violent mm-hmm. at this point. So now he took a couple months off. A little break. Mm-hmm. And in May 31st, 1990, Uh-oh. at the age of 32, around 7.30 in the morning, um, he raped a 32-year-old businesswoman mm-hmm. who had went to Ellicott Creek Bike Path, and she was walking, and she said she suddenly felt a cord uh, looped around her neck from behind. Oh, God. And she um, she had passed out, and he raped her while she was passed out. That is horrendous. It is. But, I mean, I feel like, if anything, <laughs> not that I want to get raped, obviously, but at least she was not conscious for the act itself. Ugh. You know? Like, it's it's a violation either way, but I don't know. Cup half full, cup kind of. Get that way. No, no. no. I get, yeah, no. So, obviously, I feel like during this time, DNA just like wasn't a thing because they didn't Mm -hmm. really say much about whether he left any DNA on the person. But in on September 29th, 1990, Mm -hmm. at age 32 again, he. Uh, raped a 22-year-old student attending um, UB. Oh, no. But this time they give a name. Her name was Linda Yellum. Okay. Um, she was jogging in Ellicott Creek bike path mm-hmm. around noon. And this victim, he raped and murdered. Oh, whoa. Was that his first murder victim? Yeah. Oh, man. So... He, they found her body and it was barely clothed. Oh. Uh, she was, she wasn't found until the next day on September 30th at around five o'clock in the afternoon or yeah. in the evening. So like the sad thing about this is, okay, your last victim, you left unconscious, which mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he maybe accidentally murdered this person. You think so? I mean, he hasn't thus far murdered a person. eh, But he's getting, you know. He is getting more violent. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just kind of wondering if like. First, what was he he doing first? He went from a knife to a gun to a ligature. You know, he started doing shit way, way, way more sadistic stuff. You know, isn't murder the next. Eh. It's not far-fetched. I'm, I'm just wondering you know if maybe I mean? it was done on accident. You know? Because, okay. like, I mean, 
up to this point, it's been like what? I feel like it's been like 60 people. I keep changing this number, but mm-hmm. we're I feel like it's been a whole lot of people that he has, in fact, raped. And he's kept them all alive. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if maybe this one was just like, whoops, my bad. I held the fucking garrote on too tight mm. for too long. Mm. I don't know. So, October 9th, 1990, um, a co-worker of Altimio's, his name was Bob McGuire, had called the Amherst police. Because he says he's had seen Altimio at least two times over the past 14 months at Ellicott Creek Bike Path. Mm-hmm. And he just felt like there was something, like, suspicious mm-hmm. going on. Which, like, I feel like a person's not just going to fucking call the cops. Like, you don't just call the cops for no reason. If, I feel like with it, he definitely had good reason to be like, yo, homie's hanging out by the park way too much. You know? Like, yeah. and I'm sure, I'm sure people described him as a nice person or whatever the fuck they said about him. But if dude gave the creepy vibes... He was probably given, you know, major creepy vibes to good old Bob. And Bob was just like, mm, something's not right here. You know, you can sense that with people sometimes. He, you know, Bob was probably like, mm, I don't know about, about, about this guy. But you know, Bob was like, probably like that snooty, crotchety old guy that like. I mean, thank God. <laughs> he was just like way too nosy for anybody's own good. Because you know damn well, if this would have been where we grew up. They would have seen that dude and been like, so you fishing? You fishing here, right? Oh, you think think Bob was just nosy? Man, I think Bob's a hero. Maybe Bob kickstarted the whole investigation he, into the bike, into the, what is it, bike path rapist. You know what I mean? He actually did, in fact, because around 11 night, the police set up surveillance on Sanchez's home. There we go. Good old Bob. Thank goodness for Bob. Nosy ass Bob. Yeah. Be nosy. <laughs> Be nosy. Something doesn't feel right. Say something. You That's know what I mean? Like some people, they just be like, nah, I'm not here for it. Like you see something and you're like, well, that's not my business. Mm. Yeah. You know, I eh, I think it depends on the situation for me on that. I definitely feel that there are certain things that people should not be sticking their fucking nose in. But if there's something where it's like a, Definitely a safety issue. You got to say something, bro. You got to, if it doesn't feel right, you feel like something's going to go down. Definitely, definitely, definitely say something. Well, so that January, Mm -hmm. a rape, many rapes. Multiple rapes. You're not going to take DNA. You're not going to ask him for a little swab. You can't, like, hit him with a a stabler and Benson move. You can't give him a Coca-Cola. And was, then take the can. Was DNA big in like the early nineties though? I mean, like, I feel like DNA is more big recently. No, I mean, I don't know because I feel like well, originally when DNA testing came out, mm-hmm. it was a skeptical science. Like, it wasn't something that was like a hundred percent for sure used. Because there's definitely been uh, crimes when DNA first. That, you know, first came out where there would have matches. But yeah. They didn't actually, like, take that information too well into account in the investigation in the early days of DNA testing. Uh, is it, was it just not reliable? Well, they were just um, skeptical of the science. Because, I mean, when anything first comes out, you're going to be, like, 
not exactly 100% on board with it. I mean, I feel like if DNA places you at the scene of the crime, that's kind of a big deal. No, it definitely is, but they didn't even give themselves the opportunity to do that. Mm. You would think that, like, with a rape that they would, but I guess that's kind of me thinking about it in this day and age. But, so, in May 1991, uh, Altimio was actually arrested in Buffalo. Mm, For what? He was arrested for solicitation because he attempted to pick up a prostitute. Oh, whoa. I know. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Homie got arrested for picking up a prostitute, yes. but he's just spent like well, years upon years of raping people. Now you're trying to solicit, you're trying to solicit sex from a fucking prostitute. Yeah, well, the prostitute he couldn't fucking do that before. <laughs> like, what's I mean, what's going on? I really don't understand the man's logic now. I feel like maybe he was trying to pick up the prostitute in order to rape her. But like, oh, or at same least intentions, like, but just rape fantasy her or something. Maybe to like, I don't know if he felt like they don't really say whether he feels bad about his crimes, nothing like that. Like they literally give like such a general overview of like, hey, this person's terrible and he did all this shit, but he do- they don't really like say how he felt about it. So you can kind of you know be skeptical about it, but hmm. he accidentally tried to pick up an undercover cop. Oh. Yeah. That was a prostitute? Well, she wasn't a pro- She was an undercover cop pretending to be a prostitute. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But they reduced the charge to loitering, and he paid a fine. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Come on, didn't they set up surveillance at his house? What happened to that whole bullshit? Exactly. Like, you would think if someone's being surveilled, they would, you know, look more into the fact that he's being arrested for another crime. Right, right, right. Weren't you, weren't you the guy that they just complained about? Weren't you the one that was sent by the bike path that Bob complained about? We should probably look into this. No. Gave him a, a fine and then sent him on his merry way? Uh, yeah, apparently. Uh, because right. people can get away with that, but they'll fucking arrest a person for being openly drunk in public or something stupid. Public intoxication. I mean, it's a thing. <laughs> but yeah, so he was charged... Uh, for loitering and it was reduced to a fine which i wish i would have gotten arrested in 1991 <laughs> what the fuck would have gotten way easier on you exactly, probably for real reduce it down to a parking ticket i know it, that shit is fucking ridiculous i swear i drink a little buzz the one time and i get arrested this homie just fucking raped like 65 oh, people mm. And it, it just amazes me that he can get away with it. I feel like there's times when I've, like, accidentally fucking bottom of the carded something and, like, forgot about it. And I feel like I'm a criminal. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's just raping people confidently. It's fine. I mean, I guess that's what they do, though, right? I guess so. Buh. All right. So what, what happens now? Did they fucking... Well, so he was... Obviously, he was... He wasn't like, he was released, which, where's your wife? Your wife doesn't know that you were arrested for solicitation? Oh, I mean, she better have been the one bailing him out. Something. He had a double life and she had no, bro, she had no idea. You know what though? You know what it makes me think? Maybe she didn't want to know. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because 
again, taking into consideration the fact that this was a very, 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 bless you, late love, very, (laughs) it's a bitch. It's a very different time. Women needed men for survival. Women aren't the way that they are now that, you know, have the capability of being fiercely independent. I'm sure she needed him for the the money that the cheddar he was bringing in for the kids. I know. Even if he was an absentee piece of shit. I mean, who knows? I guess so. But this is kind of a lot. Like, he must have been working that swing shift excuse a lot. Uh, he probably... Pff- Maybe shit. He probably was. Unless he was like a fucking two pump chump. You know, he's out here raping him for three seconds. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Just a quick habit. Nothing to like detour him more than like 15 minutes of like going home. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You want some juice? Just wait here for 40 minutes. I'm going to get you some juice. Sorry. I don't know. Douche. Okay. So. October 10th, 1992. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, close to my birth time. Or no, sorry, October 30th. I said that wrong. October 30th. But still close. Still close to my birth time. We're we're a couple of, oh. Mommy was roaming the world when I was in my mama's womb. Oh, we're getting closer to your birth time. Oh, man, this is scary. Your birth time is coming. Oof. What did he do in October? Tell me. Okay. So October 30th, 1992 at age 34. Uh Uh-huh. My mama's birthday, actually. He raped a woman named Majane Major. Uh-huh. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm sorry if I'm not. I suck. But he raped her and murdered her. She was 32 years of age and a mother. Oh. She was also a prostitute. Oh, well, I mean. Well, the problem. Doesn't make her less of a human. No, of course not. Obviously not. But. The problem with this was that she was a sex worker that he had visited on more than one occasion. So he just had banged this woman before. Mm-hmm. Which, this right here is just amazing to me. So you're raping and soliciting sex from other people? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe the wife, she wasn't about it. Maybe she did have a feeling and she wasn't giving it up. Because I feel like this is a lot of humps for what... I mean, you never know. His home life could have been perfect, too, at the same time. You know what I mean? I guess so. I mean, so this poor woman, she was found in a very, like, low-key field right near Exchange Street. Oh, no. Yeah. So, like, literally right where they have all those, like... It's by where my mama lives now. Yeah, that's where fucking... It is a very low-key area, though. It is. It's very quiet. I can't, you know, I can't imagine that it would have been any noisier than it is now back in the 90s. No, it's definitely super quiet because Jeremy, actually, he works kind of in that area. And I would drop him off at work sometimes when we used to hang out. You see how it's secluded. Yeah, and it's very secluded. Actually, I'm pretty sure they have car meets over there because no, no cops are there. There's no one there. It's dark. Maybe a bus that comes around what? Every 25 minutes because, you know, they lie on the bus schedules. If that, they're always late. Mm-hmm. Five minutes minimum. But so her body was partially clothed. And he says that he didn't intend to kill her. Um, He was having sex with her and he put a bag over her head, but she started to fight. Mm. And then he murdered her because she knew who he was and she could recognize him. 
She could have picked them out in a lineup. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much why he killed. I him. feel like uh, I don't know if that's the reason why Homie just got comfortable with killing. Well, if if he killed Durr because she got to see his face, what's the difference between murdering her and then the other women that he decided to, you know? That first one was definitely not an accident. Even if it was, it probably opened up this new, you know, this new, oh, you know, this new avenue for him of stuff that he that he liked to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like, fuck the fact that she's seen your face. Now you're just a fucking... Yeah, you're just a fucking... Rapist asshole. murderer. Yeah, yeah, you know? Ugh. And I mean, there's been... So, you know how I quite enjoy true crime. But... A lot of serial killers, like, part of it is they accidentally killed a person and then they loved the rush of it. Oh, so they decided to keep doing it. Like, late love. Wait till we do a podcast on John Wayne Gacy. Oh, God. Homie is the most fucked up individual I have ever, ever encountered. I didn't even encounter him. Homie is the worst individual I've ever heard of in my whole life. Mm-hmm. And he was a kid. KFC manager. He was a fucking clown. He yes. was a little fucking show kid clown. Oh, I know. Oh, God. Ugh. But anyways, back to this fucking trash can of a human. <laughs> uh, so she was found in a field, partially clothed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he killed her because he thought that she could recognize him. Uh-huh. Uh, so this murder didn't really, like, fit his normal description of how he killed people. Because he had prior contact with her. So they find hmm. they kind of found that weird. So that's I think they kind of believed the fact that he killed her just because she knew who he was. Oh. But like you would okay. think she's a sex worker. I'm sure if he would have been like, Hey, you cool with me putting a bag over your face before we do this, she mm-hmm. I mean, she would have said yes or no. I I don't know. Him putting a bag over her head, it's not like that's exactly fucking the usual kind of foreplay that you're into unless it's previously discussed. But also she's a prostitute. I'm sure they see a variety of things. You know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know. Yeah, but I mean, they gotta uh, have, have things that they're like... Limitations where you're just like, you know what? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you cool if we do? Actually, no. Yeah. I'm not cool with that. You know. Are you cool if I stick a banana inside your butthole? <laughs> While I do this, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like to a certain degree, if you're getting paid for a service, do you have the right to really be like, you know what? No. no. Do you? I mean, you do. Because. Or Come you on. Could, you can like. Tap- Come on. Because then you're just going to be like, you know what? I'm just not going to pay you. How about that? But then. That's- and you're going to lose money. No, you lose service. I mean. <laughs> All right, never mind. Maybe I'm looking at it from a different, like a business well, angle, where you're just like, well, I wonder. You know, do you think? Do you think uh, a sex worker asks for the money up right? front? Yeah, I would think so. Cause like, I want my money up. But you know what? What if they don't deliver? I feel like they have. To. Then you run into a customer service issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe they have like a piggy bank on the counter, and they're like, okay, you slip it in here. And then no, no, no. See, piggy bank <laughs> makes it almost sound sophisticated in some way. I, 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 you know, no. I feel like, I feel like maybe personally, me myself, I would want my money up front. Same. 
You know what I mean? Listen, Henry Kenny, you better put them dollars in these <laughs> like, hands. Let me let me see what we're it. talking about. You know, exactly. I'm not dropping this ass to like. But get them then, what if they hit you with something weird? What What if they're like, you know, let me spit in your mouth, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready, Henry. I'm saying this is these are real things that you can encounter. Do at that point, do you give him his money back because he gave it to you up front and you're just like, you know what? That's not really a service I'm willing to do. How about they probably had like how about you not spit in my mouth and I let you do this instead? You true enough? Yeah. yeah. How about you you spit in my armpit? Are you cool with that? I, I can deal with that. I mean I feel like, I guess I would be different in this situation. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to really know. And you know what, hard. though? If you're going, if you're going into that line of work, you should be open to all these things. I mean, you can be. I would think you are. <laughs> I feel like it takes a special kind of human to be a prostitute. I mean, in in, in Vegas, it's legal, right? It is. It's you can it, work in like a broth house. Yeah, but you're and, like in a. It's like a business, like I mean, that's what I see, but that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm thinking about in like a business matter. You can't have a client walk in and him tell you something. You'd be like, oh, "Excuse me, I'm sure they I have like a pass. menu. They a menu <laughs> for these services. Select these women. Like, really? Like tears? No. <laughs> no. Maybe. Oh, you know what? That would be good in a in a like business. I'm gonna say. If there's any Standpoint. sex workers out there, homie, I will make you a menu. Just let me know your tears. I I mean, work this out. I don't discriminate. I I I, I respect the craft, but okay. I'm just very curious. Like, is there a menu now? Is, are there tiers? I would like so. this amount of money gets you this much. Well, so one of my friends at work, he you was, have a sex worker friend? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this is where this was going for a second. So, one of my friends that I know okay. went to Amsterdam. Now, in Amsterdam. <gasps> Ooh, la la. Facebook is, in fact, illegal. Really? Yes, it is. They have the red light district. And you can go and you can pay for whatever the fuck you want. They literally have, have these women in fucking... In windows. Interesting. Like, yeah, they're like... Very interesting. Mannequins. Oh, I love it in a way. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, mm, I want... Becky with the cute hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come down, come on down, Becky. Exactly. Really? Because I mean, I'm but sure see, is it a menu? Is there a menu? I mean, it's got. To be. There has to be. There has to be a menu. Because I mean, he. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to put nobody minimum on no But like, from what I was told, it's they give you like a price. Like, oh. this is how much. For this, and then this is how much for whatever fuck you want. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. I'm sure they like they rate it based on like which hole you're trying to like penetrate. <laughs> more for this one, less for this one, way more for that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely way more for that one. That one oh wow! Wow. Okay. All right. Maybe. Maybe. Shit. Where were we going with this again? Oh yeah. So. <laughs> Poor Ma, Ma Jane Mazur, mm-hmm. who was murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't fit fit the description of like his normal kills because he generally attacked like random women. Okay, he killed them on the bike path. Um, uh, so this bike path was not in Chictawaga, but he did return there uh, a few weeks later. Uh, and to try to rec- to reconcile with his wife. 
Cause Reconcile? Like, yeah. What are we reconciling about? So he was apparently having an affair with a woman named Sharon during this time. Interesting. And she found out. Hmm. So I'm, I'm confused. Homie's out here raping people. He had a very quiet life if all she thought he had going on was a little... Affair. Right. Which... Did, did he really have an affair with Sharon or was his rape? Maybe he was. No, I mean, I feel like I feel like he was legitimately having an affair. At, but at some point, you have to get to a point where all the shit that you're doing is catching up. You know what I mean? Like, you just, you're just doing too much at this point. And I feel like maybe this is where his life is at this point. Where is he? Is he he's 33 now, right? We're 33 years old. He's 34. Oh, we're 34. He's been doing this since he was 19. Mm -hmm. Definitely living a double life for a while. You know? This whole time. Oh, you know, the entire time living a double life. And then he's getting a little dicey. He's trying to throw some murder in there. He's fucking fucking sex workers and whatever the fuck. And, you know, like an affair. Like, I feel like he's just throwing it all out there. And maybe shit's getting sloppy. I'm wondering if maybe, you know, Miss Kathleen done caught herself an STI because Altimio's out here. <gasps> you think bad. so? everything! You think so? Ah, caught by STI? You think so? I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility. Maybe. I don't know. Possibilities are endless, shit. But I digress. Uh, October 19, 1994, at the age of 36... He raped a 14-year-old girl Bah. behind a junkyard. Bah. Now, I just don't understand. 14? This is he's just getting continuously younger it seems like. Mhm. Like he went from you know consistently in the 20-year area, 14 years old. You can't tell me that a 14-year-old looks like a woman. Not at all. Not. Like not there, at all. there's no way, especially not in the fucking early 90s. Are you kidding me? Hormones were just starting to be added to the milk, guys. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on. You watch those Michael Jackson videos. MJ wasn't going after no one with huge titties. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, no big titties anyways. They were boys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, since we're throwing it out there, you know. Sorry, MJ. Sorry. R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, I love this music. <laughs> Billy Jean. Mmm. <laughs> Mm. Back to this guy. Okay. So, September 29th, 1996, at the age of 38. So, he took about two years off at this point. Two years off? Yeah. Two years of just nothing happening. No activity. Well, I mean... I mean, after the affair, he wanted to cool it? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Sharon was probably just like, I don't want to do this anymore with you. Oh. was like... Kathleen locked it down. Yeah. I mean, Kathleen had to have locked it down. There's no way. Kathleen, are you his banging? Did you get in that ass? Probably. I mean, maybe. Call me. Let me know. He wasn't worth somebody getting in that ass for, I'll be honest. No, he's a fucking terrible garbage of a human. And he's not even middle-aged yet. Like, I feel like this has been, like, years and years have passed, and he's just, like... Consistently the same piece of shit. Yeah. So... At the age of 38, it was exactly six years since Linda Yalem had been murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, El Timio decided to participate in an annual race that was held every year um, in her, in Yalem's memory. 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. So he decided to run in a fucking annual marathon or whatever the fuck it is for a person that he murdered. Yeah. It says his identification number was number 679. Maybe feelings of guilt, you know? No, I think that's why he... No? No. I think that with most, like, anyone when it comes to, like, rape or murder, Mm -hmm. uh, these people are, like, super narcissistic assholes. And, like, the whole thing with rape is they like the control of it. And they usually like to be part of it in some way. Like, they like to be... I mean, even, like, being part of the person's life even after the fact, you mean? Yeah. Like, they want to be part of the investigation and they want to be part of... Anything that has to do with that person. Like, for him, you know, this is something... It's probably, like, almost reminiscing for him. Mm-hmm. Like, running in this race. Because he's remembering the fact that he murdered this poor woman and he's a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. So, in September of 1999, September 23rd, 1999, now he's 41 years old. Mm-hmm. So, he has... Middle age now. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't really raped anyone. But... With the Buffalo Bike Path Rapist, like, there was a, a long period of time where he was kind of inactive as a rapist because they had arrested another man. In connection to all... Yeah. So he was, like, this homeless person who they had... Yeah, he was just, like, this homeless man that happened to be in the park whenever, you know, a person got raped. And they just thought it was him. And they put this poor person in jail. Oh. He was in prison for, like, a really long oh, time. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So this case actually, um, it kind of started my interest in true crime when I was a kid. Because uh, the Buffalo Bike Path Rapist was, like, in the news very often when I was in high school. Like it, Okay. Because they found out that he had come back. Like, he had started raping again. So, was this a case of like wrong person mm-hmm. caught? I vaguely remember this like happening, and the person was released, right? This poor b- man who was convicted in his place. Yeah, so he he ended up being released, but it was like he was in prison for like I feel like over ten years or oh, something like no. that. Like, yeah, they thought that that was him. Yeah. Um, but so it, at the age of forty one. Altimio was caught again with a prostitute in Buffalo, and he was again charged with loitering and again paid just a fine. You're kidding. No, I, I swear. It says patron in, in quote, it says patronizing a prostitute in the fourth degree is what he was charged with. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, and then he had a little bit of a rough patch in May 2005 and then... In 2006, both his mother and father died. So his mom died in 2005 and then his father in 2006. Was it his father, father, or his piece of shit's uh, no, abusive his, stepfather? It was exact. It was his uh, actual father. Okay. Biological parents dying around the same time? Yeah. And I mean, it's not like they were all that great. I'm pretty... He didn't have, like, a relationship with his father. And his mother was just, like, a piece of human garbage. Mm-hmm. So... I doubt he really cared that much. I'm sure he shed a lot of tears at that fucking funeral. Right. Um, so then in September of 2006, he was 48 now. So this is like a long gap of him not raping anyone. How long has it been now? Uh, so Since his, his early 40s now, it sounds like. 
No, so his last rape was at 36 years old. 36? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So now he's 48. And he attacked a woman. Her name was Joan Diver. She was 45 years old. Mm. And he strangled her to death. Mm. But he did not rape her. Hmm. Interesting. So, and he attacked her on the clearance bike path. Which I kind of found weird. Like, I don't understand. What's the point of just strangling a, a random woman? Maybe he had a urge, you know, that he wanted to to just kind of satisfy. I don't know. Maybe he just couldn't get it up. He needed the little blue pill. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, he lives in his 40s. He's 48 now. Shit's a lot of sh- I'm sure a lot of shit has happened. I'm sure he's had some time to reflect, but... I don't know why he took a break, time to reflect, and now he's back. I mean, that see that's, why? What happened? What 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 happened that you wanted all of a sudden to just be like, you know what? I'm not gonna do this anymore, and then just turn around and be like, fuck it. Well, I'm sure he for a long time he was just like trying to kind of stay out of out of the news and everything because that man had been arrested in his place, so he probably felt like he got away with it. So he could just, gotcha. you know, let that shit ride. Ah. Uh. But, um, so, uh, November 11th in 2006, mm. he was given the name the Bike Path Rapist. Or the Bike Path Killer, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And on November 15th of that same year, uh, they found a droplet of sweat on Joan's uh, vehicle. A droplet of sweat? Yeah. All right, DNA. And And after testing the sample, uh, the murder was linked to the bike path rapist. So that's how they found out that it was actually, you know, him that had killed her. Gotcha. Uh, So January 13th of 2007, uh, Sanchez and his wife, they decided to go out to eat at Seoul Restaurant. Mm Mm-hmm. And the cops ended up collecting a napkin. Uh, yeah, they collected a napkin, a dish, and a straw, and they took it for a DNA sample mm-hmm. to test him. So the cops must have, like, after it came out that he was raping again, you know, they put surveillance back on him. Because now it's kind of, you know, he was really the original suspect to begin with, and they just couldn't really pin it on him. And then I feel like pinning it on this poor homeless person with mental health disease was just the easy way out. One person, you know, got got someone that did it. Here you go, everyone. Yeah, exactly. No more fear. I Yeah, I, okay, I see that. I see that. So the next day, the lab reports did in fact confirm that Eltimio's DNA matched with the bike path rapist. So it is January 14, 2007. Mm, I was in high school. 2007. Yeah, exactly. I was in high school. I was in my, I graduated in 09. So I was a sophomore. I was in freshman year. I graduated in 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was a sophomore in high school. And see, this is when I remember because at this time I was in sophomore year of high school mm-hmm. and I had to do some stupid project where, you know, I needed to use the newspaper for something because, you know, 
Whatever. Educate yourself. Read the newspaper. Exactly. Write a, write an article on a newspaper article. Show me that you're literate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> read, I get it. Read this article, and I need you to write me at least 200 words about it. Exactly. But, and that was like a common theme, especially in the 80s. These motherfuckers were just like, so I think this person did it. I mean... As long as we say they did it, it's fine. Right. As long as we can we can hold somebody accountable. Mm-hmm. So then on the fi- on January 15, 2007, Eltimio was finally taken into custody. What year? In 07? Uh, 07. He was 48 years old. He's been raping since he was 19. 19. Almost 20 years later. Right, right? 30 years 30 later. years, yeah. Almost God, I can't years. do simple math. But yeah, almost 30 years later. Isn't that's, that crazy? That's fucking insane. Like, there's Shit. no goddamn way. Homie's like, he shouldn't even be able to still get his dick up. What's right. wrong with you? Right. Right. That's retirement age, sir. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Stop it. So well, he finally he got no caught. to stop it. Um, so he was finally taken into custody. Mm-hmm. And... His interrogation started at 9.30 in the morning. Okay. And they waterboard him? God, I hope so. I wish they could waterboard him. Ooh, fingers crossed. But legally, I'm pretty sure you can't interrogate a person. Legally, a there's a lot of things you can't do that I'm sure people just fucking do anyways. And I hope to God this was one of them. Oh, I really do too. Because rape is just like one of those things that... I feel like rape is worse than murder to be honest there are some of there are some offenses like there are some things that just straight up should can't be overlooked exactly like you're forcing yourself into on another, another human into another human oh god it's not even on another human it's literally into you are inserting a fleshy member of your own mm. Into gross inside of another gross. human being, you fucking scumbag. I'm just a level of just what's the word I'm looking for? You know, Disgust. the just like it, it's so intrusive to just be that way with another person when it's unsolicited and it's just not warranted. It's it's really disgusting. He's just a fucking human garbage can like i don't even know what else to do. he's a dumpster fire agreed disgusting agreed. and he looks like a fucking dumpster fire Ugh. Like he's like you need to google this lady love i need to decide google what this motherfucker looks like because what's his name again altimo altimo El- c sanchez buffer ho bike path rapist oh god exactly please describe what this man looks like for me oh my god he's bald <laughs> Number one is that he's got this bald, big-ass head, but he's, like, balding, and he won't, like, has not let it go with these just awful, dead-looking eyes. Oh, my God, if a person has, like, a fucking dead soul is this person. And he's got the worst mustache ever. Now, you know there's something wrong with him. You know how I feel about mustaches. You know how... Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Don't even come around this way with no creepy mustache. This like, motherfucker looks like the Hispanic version of, like, a Lego. Look at kid. this. He looks sad there. Fuck you. I Fuck you and your sadness. You don't like, get to be sad, you garbage can. Raping for almost 30 years, and now what? Well, 
<laughs> Did I mention also that, like, one of my friends from high school, we were, I was a fucking band geek in high school, and she sat right next to me in band class. We both played clarinet. Mm-hmm. And she told me that her father worked with this person. Like, no kidding. Like, she had seen him before. Oh, wow. I yeah. mean, you see how small Buffalo is to the point that, like, the proximity of people with this monster was just so close. It was. But he was interrogated for nine and a half hours, mm-hmm. and then he was arrested. Hmm. So initially, they didn't call it arrested. They just interrogated him. Gotcha. <clears throat> God damn. Mm. This acid really This wine is kicking your ass. It really is with love. It's not bad, though. It's not bad. No, it is good. It is nice, and I'm a little buzzed. I feel feel not bad. And El Temijo out here got me stressing. For real. (laughs) So, on the 19th of that month in January, uh, he was indicted for both the murders of Yablan and Majur. Mm -hmm. And in... March, on March 1st of 2007. Out of four? No, so I'm pretty sure he only murdered three people. Okay. So he murdered three people and he raped like 50 million. Okay. But at least he's being held accountable for the three murders. What about the rapes? Did they ever hold him accountable for any of that? Yeah, so they get there. So he, in um, May Mm -hmm. of 2007, uh, he pleads guilty for three murders. Hmm. In the courtroom. That's it? Yeah. Just the three murders. What about the rapes? I mean, they haven't brought that up yet, which I'm kind of surprised at. You would think that they oh, would Was have. he just convicted for the murders and not the rapes? No, he was convicted for all of it. Okay, okay. So he's in jail for a really long time. I mean, he fucking better be. They should have just fucking shot him or at least tortured him. Like, jail jail for certain offenses like rape and murder and just child abuse should be, like, lifelong torture sentences. You know, no, no death penalty, no fucking just being locked away from society. Like, you should be made, like, suffer every single day just... Oh, no. I totally agree. You know? But the sad thing about our justice system is that these motherfuckers go to jail, quote-unquote... And they can, like, they can get, like, degrees while they're in there. I'm pretty sure these motherfuckers got Facebook. Like, you be out here seeing people in jail and they post those pictures, you know, them prison pictures, like, them terrible fucking... I can't, I mean, I can't believe that that's even possible. It's possible. And it's a really sad reality. Mm. But, so he pleads guilty to the three murders. And in August, uh, or no, yeah, no, August... August uh, 14, 2007, Mm -hmm. um, his sentencing took place at 9.30 in the morning, and he was sentenced to a total of 75 years in prison. That's it? Yeah. So he got 25 years for each life he had taken. Gotcha. So this has nothing even to do with the rapes. Like, he was actually Mm -hmm. only sentenced for the murders, which is a a sad, sad thing. Absolutely. And how do you only get 25 years for murdering a person? Should easily be in there for life. Exactly. I feel like... Easily. I agree. A life for a life. I feel like that's, mm-hmm. that should be how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I can understand maybe a manslaughter situation in, you know, there's a lot of things. Like, but this is just straight, terrible, horrible rape and murder. Absolutely. Of many people. Like, I feel like 
he's raped more people than I've had sex with in my entire life. For sure. For sure. Disgusting human being. Like, what the fuck? So, November 8th, 2007, he was taken to a prison Mm -hmm. um, to have engaged in some interviews for the day and he admitted to to uh, participating in two more rapes on top of everything that he's already done Mm-mm. yeah and then in october of 2007 his wife finally divorced him oh finally yeah so it's been like how many years of, like through their entire marriage he was raping people so this motherfucker was never faithful to her Mm-mm. ever clearly proficient at running a double life that's what amazes me but at the same time like when you look at other serial killers like the golden state killer Mm -hmm. this dude had a whole wife and kids and family and he was out here like raping and murdering couples double life double life is i don't even know like it just amazes me because i'm exhausted Mm -hmm. i'm exhausted reading all this Mm -hmm. So, in 2008 was the last known contact between him and his wife. Like, since then, they have completely, like, she does not. Shut it down. Yeah. Don't want to talk to you. No. Don't want to know about you. Understandably so. Like, find that shit about your ex-husband or husband at the, like. For real. And a person you've had two kids with. You've been Mm -hmm. with this person since they were in their 20s. Come on. Come on. He's almost 50 and they're just getting divorced. Mm-hmm. 30 years of just deception. Yeah, like, that is awful, and I feel so terrible for this woman. But hopefully you can throw it down on some good dick because you're just... I'm so sorry, lady. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, as of 2010, mm-hmm. at the age of 52 he was at the clinton correctional facility and the fact that he was abused growing up and everything like that like i do get that and i don't take that out you know of account but there comes a point where you know kid you and adult you Mm -hmm. have to understand that like yes the terrible things you experienced were not great but you can't do the same things to another human being. Absolutely. And he just consistently did that. Like, he's a fucking garbage can. It's all about not continuing the cycle. And, you know, sometimes when people can't do that, it just, it gets worse, I guess. Worse? I don't even know. I have no words. I don't even, I have no words. Mm. Like, Mm-mm-mm. this person is just terrible. And I really, really wish that the internet would have given me a lot more of, like, the background on the people and everything yeah because all it is is like he raped this person he raped that person he raped this 22 year old he raped this 14 year old mm-hmm. you know it's just it's sad and it's kind of almost dehumanizing to the person that it was done to for sure but i can kind of understand why they wouldn't want to be known absolutely go through something that horrific i feel like you would maybe want to spend the rest of your life forgetting that and not being the person that was raped by the bike path rapist, you know? No, I do. You know? I get, it. I get it. And it just amazes me that this fucking terrible human being was able to just overpower all these women. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how much of a fucking pussy do you have to be to strangle a person that's not only physically weaker than you, mm-hmm. but has no idea that you're coming? Yeah, I mean... 
I really hope to God that somebody's just beating the shit out of him in prison right now. Oh, you know damn well his name is Lucy in prison. Uh-huh. He's Lucy. He's wearing those big ass bangle earrings. <laughs> they probably braided his little fucking oh, his little I mean, comb over that he got on for the real. Side. I can only I can only hope because uh, how does he de- deserve to get to go out in this life? You know what I mean? Oh no. There's no way. It shouldn't be a glorious way, that's for sure, you know? It's definitely not. shouldn't be a peaceful way. I I just really, really, really hope that they're beating the shit out of him in prison. Oh, they are. There's no way they're not. Lucy's out here fucking taking it in the booty hole. They don't even get to stretch it out. Ugh. Guess what? Uh, oh, no God. move, motherfucker. No just dry move. runs. Dry, dry runs. Dry <laughs> runs. The blood is the... Oh, blood. God, no. You know what? He fucking deserves it. Fuck him. Fuck him. He's a trash can. And he raped a bunch of little ass kids. Like, yeah, they call him just a rapist. But I feel like he should be defined as both a rapist, a pedophile and a murderer. He's definitely a monster of like something you've never seen before. No, you know, for real. all these people are despicable in their own way. And he certainly, certainly shown how nasty of a human being he is. He is. He's just fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad for child him. Like, I do. Right. And I'm sorry that you lived a terrible childhood. You always want to sympathize with that part of it, you know? I do. Mm-hmm. And, like, his mom is a fucking garbage can, too. Like, right. you're a terrible human, and I hope you enjoy the fact that you raised a fucking serial rapist and murderer. hmm But he should have understood the fact that, like, hurting people doesn't make anything better. Mm. So... Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. And I hope you're taking it in the butthole by a really, really, really large cop. <laughs> I hope they choke him, too. I hope they choke the shit out of him and then... Oh, God. Right in his butt. Oh, God. Dry. Man. Man, that's a lot of visuals. And with that being said, I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I mean, you know, first runs are always rough, but... You gotta get going somehow. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And next time we'll probably be a little better. Right now we were just kind of like sketchy, a little dwonk. Um, I think Lay Love was the only one that was a little dwonk. I definitely enjoyed it, but <laughs> maybe okay. next time it'll be a smoother run. I love it. I love it, and I hope that you guys loved it too. Yes. So, uh, I hope you enjoy listening to Wine with the Quines and it's so exciting i love it thank you everyone for listening good night goodbye good night